Mark, what'd you say another what do you say another good one was? Um you like do you say whip was good? Nelson's? Uh yeah, Nelson's or uh, bipolar. Okay. Either one uh, of those two. Oh, here's the I gotta show we gotta show that. This is so cool <laughs> that you did this. We're just open up the show with some videos, guys. We're gonna we're gonna formally introduce it here in a second, but we are live. So let us know where you're watching from in the comments. Mark's in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and there's like three feet of snow on the ground. So um, this is so cool. This is what you guys did here. That was it, was there, right, Mark? Yep, that was uh, Saturday afternoon when it was bright as all heck. And yep, I love some of the ideas you got. Here's a here's a twisted whip from Spencer Don Nelson. Twisted whip. We'll get into the show. So here we go.
Welcome, everybody, to our first ever Behind the Lens special podcast, uh, video cast, if you will. Yeah, Russ, I've been having a hard time streaming to YouTube, so tonight we're on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, and Facebook. So if you don't mind watching on the Facebook, that'll be fine with me. I'm going to get the YouTube thing figured out. I just haven't done it right yet. And I got a video playing somewhere, and I need to stop it. Start pushing all these buttons and everything. So I want to highlight the pulling community, the people behind the lens. It is what it says. The videographers, the photographers, and the social media content creators of the great sport of truck and tractor pulling. It's, it is a unique family. You hear about the pulling family all the time, but I've, I'm not really part of your guys' little, little camera crew because I don't understand. I would have a Polaroid camera, Mark, but I have a lot, a lot of respect for all that you guys do. And that, that beautiful photo right back there of my tractor and Manila. Uh, you, you took that for me and you make it easy for me to buy stuff because I just send you money and they show up at my house and they're they're wrapped and everything. So we're going to do um, Mark's going to be helping me actually host these. But I thought tonight, why not? Let's talk about hand boys, racing toys, how it got into the sport. And I know Cody's going to jump on Cody Vanderholm from Vanderholm Media is going to jump on. Then they can talk about their lenses and their cameras and their shutter speeds and all the stuff that I kind of giggle about when, when they start talking about stuff like that. So welcome, everybody. This is Mark Ham from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. He is the owner uh, of Hamboy's uh, Racing Toys, and I'm, I can bring up his Facebook page and his website when he does it. But if you have any comments throughout the show, just throw them into the chat, throw them in the comments. If you've met Mark, anything like that, let us know. So, Mark, welcome to Behind the Lens. How are you, sir? Oh, not too bad. Getting close to bedtime for us, but... Uh... It's, it's all good. I appreciate you doing this. I, I had my Florida show. We're promoting the Zellwood Florida show, and they're an hour ahead of us, so 7 p.m., Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, and then we moved into your shelves here. So it's all good. It's all good. Um, who's the who's the pretty young gal right there next to you, Mark? Oh, this is Logan. Uh, most of you might know her. Or uh, if you don't see me at a track, that means her and I are doing something. So, yeah. Logan, how old are you? Nine. Nine. How many truck and tractor pulls have you been to? None. What? Um, she was two, one once, but she was uh, actually two. So. Nine? But she was just a little peanut then, so. Well, um, if you want to help out this summer with Outlaw Pulling TV, Logan, we can talk about it. We'll put you <laughs> on a big camera, okay? Sound good? We'll even pay you, I promise. <laughs> um, Mark, I guess, you know, obviously we want to, I want to know how you got started, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us what you do for a living, because we all know that this is a hobby, um, truck, truck and tractor pulling and uh, taking pictures and stuff like that, so. Kind of give us some back history of who you are, and then we're going to get into how you got started with, um, with uh, you know, basically uh, taking photos and videos at polls. Well, um, I guess we can circle back to the '90s if uh, if you want to go back that far. I do. Um, I want to. I, I, this is a uh, this is like therapy, Ham. This is like therapy. I'm kind of like Doctor Phil. Gotcha. Okay. Well, actually, yeah. Back in the '90s. Um, I first was um, exposed to tractor pulling versus the Red Man TNT on ESPN. Um, we didn't have cable at our house, but my brother would um, have uh, some of his friends record it for us. And so that's when, um, actually that would have been in the 80s. I think 87 was the first year that um, um, I got really into it, you know, good old red man TNT right there. Um, so if anyone asked me, um, that's where it all started. Um, 
watched that. And then um, into the 90s, I went into the military. And before I got into the photography business, what I actually you, what started. What branch did you serve in? What's that? What branch? I'm military. I was active duty U.S. Air Force. So oh, thank anything. You for your well, thank you as well. So anything that went in a cargo plane or in a passenger plane, um, I touched it. I was at a lot of gas stations, sending stuff over across the way. Um, so what I, I, I can't just do one thing. I have to do a mobile DJ service. And I did that for quite a while. And then I got out of the military and kept doing that. And then from there, it evolved into uh, announcing for the demolition derby back home. Okay. So we did that for a while, uh, what, 15 years, and then I got burnt out on being a DJ, and then plus we had this little one here, and something about being on the road all the time didn't sound all that great. <laughs> well, then my brother got out of the military, and we got into Sioux Falls at the same time, so we got back into uh, modeling toy tractors. And so, uh, you know, things evolved and we could get double cuts and we could get parts and um, laser cut stuff. And so we started building toy tractors and I made a handful and uh, had some for my own collection. And next to know, I was building them for other people. Did that for about six years. And to be honest, I did too many of them one Christmas season and I burned myself out. Yeah. But that's where the hand boys racing toy started then. Well, here, let's get a little backstory to that. Yeah. Um, if you go back to 87 uh, with the Redman TNT stuff, there was a monster truck called Mad Dog. And that one there was run by John Bream. Here, put that back up there. I'll make you bigger on the screen. Give me a second. So it was on John Bream. So you can't read it, but on there, on that sticker, it says Bream Boys Racing Toys. So, uh, me, when I was back, what, that would have been in the, the 90s, I thought, that's a cool name. That's something catchy. So, I yeah. stuck with it. Well, then it got shelved while I was doing all these other things. And then when my brother and I were building these toys, I'm like, I need some sort of name. And it all said, well, that works out together. We're building toys. Yep. It's the hand boys. So, there you go. Put two and two together, you get five, depending on when state you're in. <laughs> um, so that evolved that and then so the the bandit logo actually came out because um i wanted a name for what i would have as a pulling tractor which evolved into the dakota outlaw now yeah. this was before i really did a lot with the outlaws so i they can't say that i totally took it from them <laughs> um so i built what was considered the the dakota outlaw Wow. And so I started with that bandit logo. So I actually bought it off of, um, I don't know what the, what are they called? Getsy or whatever those image sharing sites were. Yeah. Um, yep, yep, I yep. bought it and then we started that logo and actually that logo was created by Chris over at 6B. Okay. So shout out to 6B for all their great swag. And so, um, my brother and I were doing a lot of photography at that time. So we would have reference pictures on, you know, how to build a rear end, how to set the weight brackets on the front, you know, basically uh, R&D type stuff. And then uh, it would have been 2016, this guy out of Iowa, this Tim Blanksport guys, all of a sudden said, 
hey, why don't you take more pictures? I, I might be able to get you trackside at Rock Valley. And you went, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so here I am with, uh, at, at that time, I finally had a pretty good digital camera. Um, and so there, it evolved from there. And then here we are today. Um, so going through the timeline, 2007 was the first time I saw um, an upper tier um, tractor pulling, which would have been the Outlaws in Del Rapids, South Dakota. And at that time, I had two rolls of film, an old, I think it was a Minolta camera, and I think six or eight AA batteries in my pocket. <laughs> what year was this? That would have been 2007. <laughs> and that would have been the, the first documented tractor pulling pictures I took. That's awesome. And Do you still then, have those around anywhere? Uh, yeah, I've, I've actually posted them as, you know, the Throwback Thursdays. I've thrown one on there. There's one of... <laughs> Alan Andrews, and then a, a young uh, Craig Ulmer. Uh, needless to did say, he have, did he have hair? Did Ulmer have hair then? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. Needless to say, the quality on those is pretty rough. Yeah, so. I imagine. <laughs> I imagine. So, yeah. So, uh, it's evolved from there, and then every year, it just kind of stepped it up. I ended up getting a couple GoPros because I obviously needed more things to do. Yeah. And then uh, this year I finally upgraded some equipment, which um, was a big, big thing for me. Not so much. Well, I guess you could say I had better equipment, but it I think it instilled a, a and a little more curiosity and kind of, I don't know, boosted yourself. It's kind of like when you've been driving, you know, uh, a uh, 32 rpm and then all of a sudden you get yourself an 8500 and you're like oh hey this is a yeah. whole new deal here there's a few more rpms here <laughs> yeah so uh, that's yeah. kind of it in a nutshell it's it's encompassed a lot of the the growth has been on accident more than anything else so well and that's kind of i think and we're going to learn that through this series is that's going to be a lot of it i think people kind of stumbled into it and then hey somebody asked them to help and then you then you fall in love with it so yeah um and then we can get into I think Cody jumped on. I think he's driving home from his meeting or whatever. I don't know if he wants to start talking or not, but we can get into shutter speeds and stuff like that. But like, what's the, like, what's your biggest challenge or like what kind of motivates you, Mark, to keep doing this? Um, you know, especially now that um, I've learned wow. more and then to be honest, now that I've got a better equipment, I still use my old camera and now I'm, I'm learning how to better use that old camera. Now that I know what it's like using better stuff, if that makes any sense. It does actually. Um, so, I mean, I've got some crazy zany plans for next year. I'm going to try to do some things and utilize that second camera a lot more. Um, so, I, I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun, and and you know, it's the pulling family. I mean, I've gr grown a lot of cool little relationships with a lot of people. You know, sometimes I should be taking more uh, pictures in the pits when I get there, but a lot of times I end up just BSing at the trailers or accidentally having an adult beverage and hanging out. And then next to you know, Oh, Hey, they're doing the starting anthem. I got to get going. Yep. No, I know how that goes too. Because I mean, with all the media stuff that you do now, uh, it's still fun, but it's almost like a job because it is, I mean, you're there, you're there for a purpose. You're not there. Like when's the last time you've sat Mark in the stands just as a fan and just watched the truck and tractor pull. No. Yeah. See, that's what, and I think um, that's good to do every now and then. Like every year at Chip Shawana, 
and that's coming up next week. I that last class of Saturday night during the finals, I just kind of go up in the stands and put my phone in my pocket, put the GoPros away, and just sit there and, and kind of soak it up because we do as promoters and of the sport, you know, and you with uh, pulling media mark, you kind of want to see what the fans do. And if you notice, Russ Dostal has been posting some pictures on our Facebook page now from the fans' point of view, just from his phone, camera phone, you know, from the stands. It's kind of neat to see that angle uh, from fans as well, Mark. But you know, the pictures that you guys take are just you're just awesome. Or just awesome. Do you um who's bought out of, out of all the years? Who have been some of your bigger customers for buying your photos? I want to give shout outs to those people that take care of you. Well, uh, the biggest thing I did uh, some looking in the archives and to, to technically my first official customer would have been, um, uh, who was it now? Oh, uh, Desiree Paulson. Uh, she would have been their first official um, customer. That was back when I first just got this camera. And to be honest with you, for the last seven years, I was using a camera with kit lenses, the same thing you'd buy at a Costco and a Sam's Club. Uh, it, it did a pretty good job. I kind of learned how to work with it until it got to be about 8, 30, 9 o'clock when your lighting was terrible. And then I, it wasn't very good. And yeah. that's that's just the nature of kit lenses and all the, the nerdiness of it all. So that, that was the bad thing is, you know, it was hard for me to drive a long ways knowing that, oh, after 9 o'clock, all those pictures are going to be garbage. Yeah, I agree with you 100% so. on that. So welcome, everybody. This is our first episode ever of Behind the Lens. Our guest tonight is Mark Ham from Hamboys Racing Toys from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. He's going to be one of our hosts of this podcast, video cast that we do. Cody Vanderholm as well will be helping with that. I don't know, probably going to do a couple of months. A lot of it depends upon everybody's schedules and getting people lined up, but we're going to highlight all of the photographers, videographers, and social media content creators in the sport of truck and tractor pulling and share them around a little bit and let them tell their story, and that makes it fun. So Cody sounds like he wants to talk. He unmuted himself. Cody, what do you got to say, sir? So the first time I met Mark, Mark kept going about his Fisher-Price camera, and that stuck <laughs> with me ever since then because I just laughed because Mark's talking about this Fisher-Price camera that he's using and stuff. But – uh Talk about the data storage over the years of how how much, you know, it's changed from, you know, what you had for storage space on a camera to what you have now. And then and then the follow up part of that is talk about how you archive stuff. Well, um, the way I do it is, is I have two external hard drives. That is what I consider the archives. Um, and then I've got a, I think a one or a two terabyte is which basically I consider the 2022 uh, hard drive. Basically, when I pull the SD cards out, I take them away and then I'll put extra SD card fresh ones in when I go, you know, if we're doing a multi-session show. And then I'll come back and I'll pull all of the, the pictures off the SD cards, throw them on my 2022, which would be 2023 SD card throw them on there, and then I basically sort them. I'll name the folder, you know, say Wisner, Friday night, and then I'll start sorting them into classes. And Cody can attest to this. We might do a show, even if it's 40 or 180 tractors, you're talking at least five, six hours worth of editing, sorting, um, going through all those pictures. Um, so yeah, I, I basically sort them into folders 
I kind of have a new uh, workflow because I have multiple monitors here at the house. So that way I can kind of flip stuff around and it's really helped. I would say five hours you're on the light side of that, my friend. You're, you're probably but, right because I know there's yeah. a lot of times um, I work from home. So there's a lot of times lunch comes around. I'll all of a sudden tear into a folder. Next no, oh crap, it's one o'clock. I got to get on the regular clock. And then when I'm not working my second job or if I don't have squirt here with me, I'm probably working until either I get tired or uh, my glass is empty. And that can be late. <laughs> when, when you started out, what was uh, the SD cards? What was the biggest SD card you used now, then versus now? Um, so now I'm running 64s. Back then, oh gosh. I, I don't know. Six, I'm six six eight gig was probably the the max back then. Um, I've got one right here. It's a four gig Sandisk. Four. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, and then I was I looking through. I was looking through old cameras and found some of those too. Yeah. Um, I usually use anywhere between the thirty twos and the sixty fours, just depending. And then I, you know, I was joking with these guys. I said, you know, it's time to change the batteries in your smoke detectors and buy new SD cards because I bought a bunch of SD cards the day after Thanksgiving sale. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Mark Ulmer says, Mark Ham is a good guy. He does a great job for pulling. And I have a toy of the weapon he made for me. And he had a great time going to Grand Island with him a couple years back. So I think we talked about the night he was on the show, Mark. But didn't you jump in and go off to Grand Island with them right along? Um, yeah, last year, um, Nebraska Bush still had the, the Grand Island show. And I kept hee-hawing around, you know, I don't know if I'm going to go, and I've got the weekend off, and I don't know if I'm going to go. And then he also messaged me and he said, hey, are you going to go to Grand Island? Do you mind if me and my partner in crime come with you? And I'm like, sure. You know, you got some ballast in the car. It'll be even weighted, and, you know, <laughs> at least you'll, you'll have a conversation. So we went out there um, to the Poland, and I shot photos. And Sirius has nothing on having Mark Ulmer riding shotgun in your car. <laughs> I mean, those conversations were great going back into the 80s. And the, the sorry thing is, is now I'm in my 40s and I can't remember half the stuff we talked about, which is such a bummer, but it was so much fun. So I joked with him this year because I think he was out at Windsor and I had some other things going on. And I said, is it OK if I call you? I, I, I need someone to keep me busy while I'm driving out to Grand Island. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, Omer's a great guy and it's good. It's good to. It's good to have that connection with the pullers, Mark and Cody. You guys both know. Um, I know the pullers appreciate, you know, what you guys do for them, and that, that's what makes it fun. I'm just flipping through some of the photos that Mark has on his Facebook page. We'll talk about his website here as well later. Again, if you're just joining us, we're about 20 minutes in of our first episode ever, Behind the Lens, where we're going to do, I would say, a couple times a month between Mark, Cody, and I, we're going to interview uh, polling photographers, polling videographers, and social media content creators because – they are the backbone of social media and, and sharing the sport around. And we know the sport of pulling is growing because of social media and the pictures and the videos. And it's exposed it to a lot, a lot of people. And it's, it's because of these guys. It's fun to hear their story, how they got started. And they deserve the recognition as well for the, because uh, uh, you don't think truck and tractor pulling makes any money. Buy, a, buy some expensive camera equipment and run all over. So, I mean, it's a hobby. It's a passion for these guys just like it is for us pullers as well. So that's why it's good to support them. They take a good photo of your of your truck or your tractor or your mini rod or whatever. Do your best to buy it and hang it up there. And it, that goes a long ways. They appreciate you doing that. So 
Mark, what would one of the questions is, and I think this is Russ Dostal asking, what is your favorite picture that you have taken? It can be anything. It doesn't have to be pulling. Do you have like one photo like, dude, I nailed it? Um, so the funny thing is my favorite picture in the house actually isn't taken by me. It was actually taken by a friend of mine of when Logan was born. Okay. Uh, my second favorite picture was taken by me, and I wish I could get another chance at it. And that was actually um, Ken Vaney at Rockwell. Um, that would have been 2021. Okay. Um, I got a picture of uh, him coming down the track. Uh, luckily, it was earlier enough in the evening where I could get some good clarity on it. And I actually have that on the wall underneath a blower belt that I got from him at Hutchinson. Oh, that was back in what? Oh, I don't know, 2017, 2018. Oh, here we go. Logan's got a copy of that same photo. Okay. So, so that's that's my favorite photo photo let right me, there. Uh, let me make that big. There you go. There you're big. You were bald back then too, Ham, nine years ago. Good deal. Uh, kept I did not pick this out of a catalog. <laughs> Superior jeans. Superior jeans. Keith Hammonds. Bipolar says, hello, buddy. Hopefully you're doing well. Oh, yeah. Keith is a good time. That, that's one thing that's great about, you know, the polling family is, you know, uh, got some really good friendships with Keith and, um, you know, the Claypools. Claypools have always been really good supporters. I wish I could get down to their show, but it, they always have it on the wrong weekend and it just doesn't work out. Yeah, um, it's tough to do them all, Mark. You know yeah, that. It, it is. And then the Christiansons and, um, you know, the Paulsons, gosh, there's so many of them. The Omers, uh, the whole fleet of the Omers have always been great for me. So, oh, yeah. And then I guess I, I, I can't leave out uh, Taryn and Dennis Beck. You know, they've been, uh, they're they're kind of uh, the other family you could speak of. Uh, although sometimes I don't always claim Dennis. But that's another well, story enough. for I another show. I don't think show. Taryn does either all the time either. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, quick story I was going to mention about uh, Marco Omer. Um, I don't know how many, I would say over a dozen times I've put a GoPro on his tractor and I don't think I've only got footage maybe about three times because either I'll turn it on and someone will shut it off or it won't get turned on or um, what was it, Rock Valley or Wisner, I didn't have the, the screw tightened enough and as soon as uh, the weapon went to a wheelie, the camera went straight up in the air. I've done that before, yep. So I was just getting ready to ask you about that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've been, I, I played around with the GoPros a lot in 2018, 2019. I got some pretty cool stuff and it's just so much of it that, you know, it's so daunting to go through it. And one of the funniest memories from that is, uh, at the Cornhusker Classic, Ed, uh, Ed, uh, Walker there, he was, um, I had the, the camera set up on, um, Brandon's sled there. And I said, hey, after they do the national anthem, can you just turn it on? Well, you know what the GoPros, you, you hit it once and it fires up and starts recording. He must have held it down long enough and it went into burst mode. And I had an SD card full of photos going off every three seconds. Did any of them turn out cool? Um, I, I deleted that folder at the hotel. <laughs> Understood. So what's what's the, the flip side of your favorite picture? What's the one shot of a tractor? A, what was it and where was it? What's the one shot of a tractor or truck that you wish you would have nailed, whether you were 
in food line or whatever, like what's the one shot of a tractor that you wish you've always been chasing? Um, you know, to be honest, um, I finally got a good one this year at Spencer of um, Bulletproof Buck. Um, with the with those guys always running like at the end of the class, it's always in whatever lighting, and it or they're always on the other opposite track. And Cody can tell you about this. You can try to plan to get both tracks, but it never works. And then there's always going to be track equipment in your way or other things like that. And so I finally got a good one of that one. And I was, I was finally proud of it because every time you elude it, and I know a couple of times they would, they would mess with me. Hey, would you get anything from Wisner? I'm like, nope. Talk to Ryan, talk to Cody. It was a fail. Yeah, I've heard, um, I talked to Ryan and Cody a lot, obviously, and they're, they're, you know, with track equipment and stuff like that, and they get frustrated because then somebody will park right in front of them, they don't know, and it's tough. I mean, it's tough. I, I've seen it with the two tracks. It's very, very difficult to try to nail it. So, hey, before we get too far, um, what's your, um, Keith Hammond says, Mark makes a nice sip and drink. What do you make for Keith? We're going to call it Campfire Peach. Um, okay. It's basically a variation of the apple pie um, moonshine that people make, you know, usually during the holidays, but I make a peach version of it that instead of boiling it, I actually run it through my smoker when I smoke like uh, a pork loin or a tri-tip or something. So it's, yep. it's got a distinctness to it. Yeah. I got some of it in Ravenna from you. So allegedly, well, allegedly, true. Yeah, we're yeah, we're live, aren't we? We got to be careful. I don't think the state troopers are watching tonight, though. So I think we're okay. So I think we're okay. So. Surprisingly enough, that that's uh, gotten me gas money home a couple times now. So hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I thought you were going to say you poured in like the guy in Back to the Future. So, no, no, no. But I wonder if sometimes you could probably start a John Deere with that stuff, though. <laughs> uh. Stephanie Best who says has, it's quite tasty. Laugh out loud. So. so who has the best lighting after dark? That's where that's where it's at. I mean, okay, Jason's got an indoor picture pulled up there. Take the indoors out because they're cheating. But outdoor poles, who's got the best lighting? Oh. Um, I think Wisner. For, for how I do it for my style. Um, Rock Valley, sometimes you have to kind of shoot between the lights or you have to have a certain angle. Um, I really like Rockwell, but depending on what angle you have, there's a couple of those setup lights that they have back in the pits for the staging area that can mess with you. Um, I'm going to have to say Wisner. And part of the reason is, is they're up high enough. You know, you can get some fantastic lighting, but if they're low enough, it's going to mess with you. And then I, the one that messed with me a little bit this year was um, out at Manila. They had a storm before that pole, and so they were just kind of... Was it Manila, Jason, where they had that storm? And yeah. they were basically scrounging up whatever bulbs they could so you would yep. have some that were kind of uh that orange hue and then you had some that were white and it was weird there's there's some of my shots i'm like oh boy yeah you wonder when you're clicking the button type of thing you look back at the photos like 
did I like change the color of this picture somehow? Cause it just, you know, you get, you get other shots in front of it or behind it from other trucks. And you're like, what this one spot is just green. And it's so hard to fix that. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, I've got, oh yeah, there's the photo of, um, Vaney and then the blower belt. That's cool. I'm, uh, that probably wasn't the best picture of any I, I uh, have ever gotten. I hope I get an opportunity one more time. Uh, another one that have eluded me until this year is this um, Temptation f folks that I have on my shirt here. They always seem to elude me. But um, this year I, I made up for that. So You got them? Yeah. I like it. Mike uh, Mike Maxwell from Making Pulling Memories says, I have learned different lights are handled differently on every camera. Yep. I have one camera that flashes on one kind of light. So that's kind of funny. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it depends on technology, the years. I mean, you know, you get a new Nikon, you know, their new releases for 2023. You might have three different cameras at three different price points, and they might handle it all differently. And as no. much as Cody doesn't want me to say this out loud, sometimes it's about luck with us, too. Yeah. Oh, I think Cody would admit that. So. Yeah. Sometimes it's that, also frustrating when you're moving down the track and the lighting is, you know, we, we updated the bulbs on this tower, but the next one's still halogen. So you have LEDs next to halogens next to green ones, and you're like, this is like every color on the Christmas tree um, going down the track. Agreed. Yeah. One uh, memory I should probably bring up so that way Craig feels good. Um, it would have been 2016 when um, I got my first green light to be on the track at Rock Valley. I got welcomed to the Outlaws when uh, Craig Ulmer blasted by me with uh, Sweet Pain. And he was kind of riding that one sideline. And I, I got myself a dirt bath, a good one. <laughs> it happens. It Every time I brought that story up, he seems to laugh a little. I don't know why. I know one thing I've been wanting to say on, you know, we, Mark and I, we've talked about the show for a while and Cody, probably I mentioned it to him this summer seeing you guys. Um, the one thing I always notice as a puller, the coolest photos are always the worst pass because we have the front end just high in the air and they look, they take awesome photos. They look so cool, but we all know that, uh, that for the tractors and the mods, and you know, two wheelers to get that front end too high. It never, you don't quite go as far when you lose all that hitch height. So, well, you know, uh, when I first was starting doing this, I'd be down by 300, and then you were trying to gauge it on how far this class is going to get to, you know, well, before they top out and move around. And I, you know, I started doing that. And then um, one show back in 2018, it was me and Rusnik and Crum, we were at Wisner. And that's one thing I have to say. Um, tractor pulling photographers, we all play together in the yard real well. Um, you know, we're all doing the same thing. Um, I, I can't say the same. I've tried to try to do a little of the circle track stuff and some of the demolition derby stuff. And it, I always get this feeling and they're very territorial. Very, very Where, territorial. <laughs> whereas us, you know, like Rockwell that one year, there was, what, five of us. We're sitting there having a beer afterwards and BSing and having a good time. You know, we we kind of all work with each other. I mean, I've worked with Ryan and Cody quite a bit. I always try to stay out of their range. Sometimes I think Cody purposely tries to get me into his pictures from what I've seen. 
Um, but, you know, we play all together really good in the yard. And that's one thing that's awesome about all of us. Yeah. Do you, if you were the only photographer at a track, let's say, where would be the perfect spot for you, the way you shoot, what feet, you know, or how far down the track, where do you like to be, Mark, and why? Um, I changed back in what, 2018, 2019. Since then, I try to uh, sit at about 200 to 25. Okay. And, and there's a specific reason? Uh, I want to get that first um, wheelie drag, that first launch, um, that first bit. So that means I miss when Jason hand grenades something down at 300, unfortunately. No, no, let's, 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 not, hopefully we that never happens again. So. Right, right. But no, um, I like to be at 200 because I'm out of everyone else's way. I like to get those wheelies and how I do the lenses and how I do the angles and stuff. That seems to work the best for me. And I don't know. I like that style. You know, I joked with um, Cody that one day I said, you know, you guys got the, uh, swimsuit edition photos and i'm the, the tabloid guy at the grocery store <laughs> but i'm okay with that it's all good your picture mark, mark comes up with the best analogies for about everything yeah, i like them he got, I, we're putting some great photos that you've taken up on the screen so i don't think you have to sell yourself short on any of that mark at all well we gotta have fun at this i agree i agree 100 percent um one thing I always hear the guys talk about, like, I need to, sh I haven't shot this one tractor yet. You mentioned, you know, you mentioned hogs a little bit with Temptation. You mentioned Mettings. Are there any other vehicles that you like, man, I want to get a good shot of that? Or for whatever reason, you just can't quite get them? Um, any of the PPL stuff, you know, um, everyone keeps asking me, hey, you going here, going there. Usually I try to stay within a four hour radius of my house. Okay. Um, because anything outside of that, um, there's a good chance that, all right, we get done at a pole at one o'clock. If the sun starts coming up, I'm not going to do so hot. So I usually try not to stay outside a four hour radius. Yep. So uh, that means I miss a lot of stuff. You know, I've been to Hutchinson. I've been to Rockwell. I've been into New Hampton when they had those, you know, I've been down. What's that? How far is New Hampton from Sioux Falls? Um, four and a half ish. Wow. Yeah, Somewhere around there. Yep. Um, I, I actually went to that one and that was you, Mark. What's the closest pole for you? Rock Valley. Rock Valley. Really? Yeah. It's an hour issue. Uh, and, and that's, that's one of those that I really like because, you know, I can go home and sleep in my own bed. Yep. But the problem is sometimes it's hard to get out of the, out of bed and go back and do it that Saturday morning. Cause it's like, Oh yeah. The session starts at 12. So, yep. so there's that too. Um, do you still make toys at all? No. I have, your, I have your toys up there on the no. screen right now. No. Um, I sold off most of my parts to uh, a fellow builder in Minnesota. I've got maybe a few. I could probably build three or four different things, and I've got some stuff that are in assorted states of done and not done, but just don't have any ambition for it. I just burned myself out, and I just had a lot going on in the world at that time, and eh. No, understood. Completely, completely understood. Now, I should bring my display out of the garage and set it up and then have one of those mock events like that. Because my brother and I, we actually came up with a way of making a game out of it where we could use randomized distances and all that stuff. And 
You know, we're in South Dakota. We have to have excuses to indulge in PBR, and we come up with I was going to say. <laughs> well said. Well said. Again, if you're just joining us, we're live with Mark Ham. He's going to be a host of this uh, show as well as Cody, but we're talking all about Ham Boys Racing Toys tonight. I really want to highlight and give more credit, more awareness to the um, – to the pulling photographers, the pulling videographers, and the social media content creators out there that uh, have grown the sport, you deserve, you know, you guys deserve more recognition. If we can get on and tell your story, just like a puller, you really don't know them unless you talk to them after the pull. And just like a photographer, you just see these guys taking photos and then you see them walk away and then you check their Facebook page a couple of days later and, um, you know, you take it from there. Keith Hammond says, are you sharing triad with your daughter? So... Probably not. <laughs> no, I think there's laws against that. I think. I think so. Yeah, I don't. Iowa, though, I think you can drink with your kids. Ham. I don't know. Is it Cody's other? <laughs> well, you got to get farther south. Like not even farther south, and you got to be like Arkansas for that. Like Arkansas. Oh, here we oh, go. Oh, are you showing your trade? I thought Triad was a drink. I'm sorry. I just assumed because Keith's last comment was sipping juice. Are you gonna? Is Logan? Gonna follow in the footsteps of Papa with the camera. Uh, well, I don't know that. You know, a lot of people have asked how, why she hasn't come along with, and I said, you know, um, she doesn't really have an interest in it. And to be honest, you know, if she was at a show, I would be concerned. Of is she talking to boys? Has she got enough money for food? Where's she at? You know, all these things. And then I don't think I would be focused on what I want to do because, you know, <clears throat> we, we, it's an art. We want to tell stories, but. You know, sometimes it's a business too, and we have to we have to do that. We have to have a little bit of return on our investment when it comes to, you know, three dollar gas or whatever. So yep, well, I respect that. That and to be honest, I I kind of like be, being able to just come out to these polls and just be me, just yep. just do my own thing. And if I decide, you know what, I'm bored. I've watched 140 hooks. I want to go home. I can just go home. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you can. And you can go home and take pictures of soccer practice and games too. Yes, yes. Um, and then uh, going to that question about the trade, um, Logan has a Girl Scout project coming up in March, and she's selected for some photography stuff. So I'm going to turn her loose with my old camera. I've already kind of got a couple ideas. I want to try to see how we can do with that. Awesome. The, the problem um, is, is I'm afraid to show her because she's going to be better at it than I am, like she is with, you know, the <laughs> Nintendo Wii and stuff like that. And then I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, You're I'm out of the job. <laughs> Just saying. Tell me about some of your aha moments over the years with with photography. And, yeah, just you know what I'm talking about. Like, oh, crap. Why did I do that a year ago? That, that kind of stuff. I, I think we do that, if not every poll every other pull or something all of a sudden you're like oh well that didn't work or well how come i'm not doing it this way um you know case in point when i was at manila there when i got the sunset to work with yourself and then um who's the other one there's another tractor i wasn't trying to get that sunset in the picture and it worked whereas i was trying to get some 8500 pullers in the sunset and i couldn't get it to work for dang Here's my, uh, you got these two photos from Manila here. I got, I'll make myself bigger. I don't like to do that. I don't want to scare everybody away, but uh, I've got some questions coming in now. So that's cool. But this photo is just money. So, uh, 
So Gavin, yeah. I actually pulled a uh, 400cc Bombardier ATV um, at a little small garden tractor one. There was only two of us, so you know I came in with a strong second. I barely made weight, so I was I didn't have anything in my pockets. I pulled the the back seat. I was uh, if I would have had tools with, I would have started pulling off racks to make weight. <laughs> and then after that, like two years later, I had a 500 Bombardier and I went there and I was the only one there and I put on an exhibition hook. And then later they said, oh, we should have put more weight on the sled for you. So, yeah, that's the extent of my pulling. Um, there's some feller down that pulls at the northeast Nebraska guys. He threatened to let me drive his pro stock tool drive once. Um, unfortunately, this year I didn't get to see those. Um, Kyle Petch, what can pullers do to help make their vehicles more photogenic for the photographers? Leave all the weight off the front end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mentioned that earlier in the show. You know, and, and sometimes that's just all about luck. I mean, you know, we know like the light super stocks, the cast light super stocks, they're always going to have awesome wheelies because they don't have much front end weight. So those are always the ones where I try to be on that side of the track. Or even sometimes with the late limited mods, they try to be on that side of track just because, you know, they're going to put out some awesome wheelies. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to photogenicness, you know, sometimes it's luck. Sometimes it's timing, angles. I mean, there's a lot of things with it. Yeah. You know, Cody, I tell you, we have more fails on these hard drives than we have wins. And that's just how it goes. And how often do you go back on those hard drives and think, I'm going to, you know, sort through an image, like I'm going to re-edit that because you've changed over the years. How often do you do that? Because um, I, I mean, your throwback Thursday, do you ever go back to some of those and be like, I'm going to tweak this just a little bit more? Yes. Yes. Or yeah. you'll find one. Well, you know, okay. So with the new camera now, since I've got a lot more um, frames per second, I'll just hold that down and rattle off a whole bunch. And then I'll pick one that's like, okay, it's frame. It's leading forward. I got all the rear tires. This is in focus. You can almost see the eyes through the, the visor. You know, I'll go for that. And then next thing you know, I'll do a, a random picture on a Tuesday. And someone will be like, oh, I love this one. And I'm like, that'll be a, just a total different one from that series. And the thing is, is you and I, we'll, we'll pick things apart and someone else will see it from a different angle and they're like, oh, this one's better than that one. So, you know, but yeah, absolutely. I've gone back into, you know, some of my 2017, 2016 stuff. And I, now that I've kind of came up with what I call my barbecue rub for editing, you know, I, I throw that at it and tweak it a little bit. And also I'm like, oh, hey, this actually looks a lot better than I thought it did. And then plus, you know, I used to do it off of a, you know, a little, what, 17, 19 inch monitor on my laptop. Now that I've got, you know, kind of a, a nicer PC Mac setup here, you know, you can do a lot more things. It helps a bunch. Brad Caudell's watching from South Carolina. He says he takes the best blurry photos. <laughs> oh, we've got those too. Okay. That's good. You guys should do a blurry, like a blurry Tuesday or a blurry Sunday or something. Have some fun with that. You're a, you're a bleeper reel. Um, this has got to be Russ. Happy he comes to Pierce, Nebraska for the poll. Always good to talk with him. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I like Pierce. Pierce is just that fun little small town fair. Yeah. Um, so I have to uh, – someone brought this up at Spencer. I have to uh, clear the air on this. So best pork loin sandwich in Iowa is Rock Valley. 
If you go to Rockwell, you get the steak sandwich. But if you go to Wisner, Nebraska, you get the Puller's nachos that's on the Frisbee. But unfortunately, this year they didn't have it. On a Frisbee? Yes. Wow. Yep. Normally they would have uh, nachos on a, on a Frisbee and they would have Thunder by the River on it. I've, I've got one or two of them at the house here. Cool. Well, unfortunately, they didn't have this year. I don't know if uh, they kind of gave up on it or what. Now, these are the kind of questions I'm excited about this series. This is episode one, and um, we have we have a nice crowd watching tonight. This is going to be fun, but it's be fun to get the photographers on here and the videographers and the social media people so we can ask questions and share ideas. But Stephanie Hamm saying, do you use an editing program, and what is it? Well, uh, Cody probably doesn't even know this, but I don't even use Lightroom or Did Photoshop. You? I did know that we had that conversation on when I was driving to, uh, I think I was driving back from Windsor and you're driving to Grand Island. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so I actually use a program called Fotor, F-O-T-O-R. It's actually a, uh, I think it's proprietary to Max. Um, I've been using that and I've upgraded it and I've had really good luck with it. I've, like I said, I've kind of figured out kind of what I call my barbecue rub. Um, kind of set up for it and it works really good and i like the price point on it i'm kind of a tightwad when it comes to some of that stuff so well, that's all good it makes sense is this Ulmer's mini yes yeah. was it called loud and proud yes yeah that's awesome um i we i've got a video of that one making a pass um friday night i lost um pretty much all of that night's a session due to a memory card issue um, and then I had part of Saturday. I don't know if I've ever asked you, do you have a YouTube channel you're posting the videos to too, or just a Facebook? I did, but I, I pulled everything off. It was a waste of my time. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, uh, Jason and I were talking about this before we started, you know, you spend three hours editing a video and 20 people like it and only a hundred something, 200 people see it. Um, that three hours I could do something else. I 100% understand that. So that's why, you know, I might take a bunch of videos. Sometimes I'll use it. Sometimes I don't. Or, you know, I I, I can't edit videos as, as awesome as Aaron can and all those kids. But uh, every once in a while, I might throw something together. But, yeah, I mean, and that's the problem with Facebook with fighting the algorithm. It's, it's hit or miss sometimes. Oh, it's frustrating. I mean, we bang our head against the wall every day. You know, one month the Facebook page will reach 30 million people. The next month it reaches 5 million. And that's yep. what, you know, a million plus followers. Yep. And it's, I don't know, we're just, just like you, you love this and we, we love it. We love growing the sport. We're trying to get that out there. So it's just tough. It's just tough. But I know what you're saying. Nope. There's been times in the over the 10 years that I've just taken a couple weeks off and just said, whatever. You know what I mean? So usually it's because I was in Facebook jail, though, to be honest. So I should, I should throw that out there. So, yeah. All right, so I'm going to answer Ryan Rusnick's question right now. Um, I think I answered this one night on one of your guys' Monday night shows. If I could steal the keys and go somewhere, um, I'm going to go back to the Red Man TNT days. I'm going to take my boy, uh, Chris Holdor's Florida Gator, the Arrow Gator, and I'm going to take that thing to Rock Valley because it's close to home. I like it. I like it. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. So if Ryan's watching, there you go. I got you. I don't. He hasn't commented yet. He might be. I might be working late. Who knows? I, I know everybody's be. getting ahead so they can take off next week. I know he's going to ship Shawana. Sure. So. 
And I may have accidentally had some of this Dickel 15 years, so that way Cody and Ryan knew I was uh, supporting them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are your little um, your little bourbon buddies, so it's all good. Yep. And he's our he's like our inside man for that too. So <laughs> allegedly, inside. allegedly, allegedly. Oh, again, that's except, right. Except except for when they had the uh, their uh, bourbon raffle, he's like, "Yep." And it was like what six a.m. start, and I was like, "So is this one of those like Black Friday things? You have to get there like four hours in advance?" He goes, "Yep." I was like, "Dude, I'm not driving to Sioux Falls four hours to go stay in line for four hours to get to get bourbon." We had people from Nebraska posting on Facebook at 2.30 in the morning that they were camped outside. Yeah. Wow. I like bourbon, but that's that's some dedication. I don't even do like Black Friday shopping. So yeah. um, So here's a question for anyone that's uh, – the four people that are probably watching this. Uh, what tractor is my favorite? What brand? I know. I know you know, because <laughs> I may be one of twelve in the nation. Can Logan answer it? What? I don't know. I don't know if she would know. I'm surprised we haven't gotten anyone in the comments firing it off yet. They're all thinking. Stephanie Ham says case. Oh, of course. That's my niece, by the way. She's a she's an awesome gal. Her and I, we go out to Mobridge, South Dakota, for their annual demolition derby, and uh, she's helped me out with a lot of that stuff. She's a good cat. Mark, Mark Olmer guest guest case. Yeah. Brad you know. Waddell, guest Kubota. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's and about story, a story about behind Naz. Story behind Naz. My brothers and my uh, dad. He was a uh, case mechanic back in the '70s and stuff, and so. Yeah. I got a special about a 15 second delay by the time we talk by the time everybody hears it and it comes back. So that's why it takes a little bit sometimes. Sorry. Get stuff back here. Where was that one taken? Um, Madison, South Dakota, it says. Yep. Feller's got a helmet on and no pants. (laughs) I was gonna say that's like that's like some diagonal rules right there. Oh (laughs) yep, that's uh, part of the Great Plains boys. What's that one called? Burning Binder? Yeah, yes, that Binder. that one was rebuilt, and that's actually running Outlaws, too. Is it? Uh, 3200. It's a little bit different color, but that's the original. Ooh, who's 1206 is that? Um, that's part of the United Polars of Minnesota. I, I somehow made it work where I went over to Pipestone, and I'm, I'm glad I did. They were so welcoming. They were That was a good show. It was a fun time, and that wasn't very far from my house either, so. Uh, yeah, if the calendar cool. works out, I might sneak over there again if they'll have me. Have you, uh, you ever gone up to Hutch? I, it's been quite a, quite a few years. They changed the weekends on Hutch, and so I, it's been a couple years. They've been fighting. They have a big country music festival, guys, that they've been fighting with. I've been helping Hutch with promotion and stuff the last couple years, and they, they've been trying to get off of this. I don't know what it's called. I forget what it's called right now. We just had a meeting about a couple weeks ago. But then with the Grand National schedule, they're stuck in their holes. You know what I mean? Like they're always before Tomar or whatever, and it's hard to move around. But there's a big, big country music festival. So that's why that's why they changed that weekend. So Yeah, no, I don't think I've been to Hutchinson since what, twenty eighteen or something like that. Yeah, I was flipping through your photos. I saw you had some Hutch stuff on here, Mark. So that's good. Yep. Um, I've never shot trackside. Um 
it was always I would uh, put myself way up at the top of that monster grandstand and then shoot down. And um, I'd like to go back there again. It just never works out with the weekends. And um, I'm trying to shoot for Thursday night at Rockwell. That's the only way that works out for that weekend, the way it looks. So, Have you have you shot indoor poles to you then? What's that? Have you shot any indoor poles? Um, I used to go to the Cornhusker Classic a lot. And then that this this year when I met up with you guys at um, at uh, Cowtown, yep. you know, and I, I feel bad, you know, that was a brand new lens. So I was using my Fisher Price camera. I didn't know what the heck I was doing, and and then I thought I had a good idea. And then the next session, I don't know, I, you would have thought I was drinking all day or something. I don't know. Things just didn't work out. And some of us, if you make feeling better, that it didn't work out for me. Like I don't know for. The lighting or something was different down there and it was a different indoor type of thing well I, I tried editing stuff and you know sometimes i don't like to over edit where you're like oh that looks borderline cartoonish i like to leave it pretty raw and sometimes you're just like oh i don't know how i can help this at this point no yeah. um another big person that's been really influential besides my brother and my brother's family um is rick linder um, he's the one that drug me to my first, um, pull at Rockwell, Iowa. Oh boy. I don't know what that was, maybe 2017. And then he also drug me over to, uh, Lancaster for the, uh, Cornhusker classic a long, long time ago. And then also I'm like, Oh, we do this indoors. This is fun. So. Yep. Which I kind of, I kind of miss it not having that pull. Cause that's a, that's a close to home pull for me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was a neat venue, and it was cool because you'd get the Western Series. You'd get some outlaw stuff. You'd get some bush stuff. Yeah. Um, we would get that skeleton guy with that awesome pro 4x4. I hope he's watching. I hope he comes out this way. Um, you know, it, it was cool. You would see – I got to see stuff I, I very rarely see. So it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, that facility has gotten so expensive for them to rent, Mark, um, the city of Lincoln. And they just made it almost damn near impossible to have that event. So I don't know if things will recover after COVID or not. And I know that's what Cowtown, they're going to take a year and kind of regroup down there in Kansas City. So Well, the way it sounds, it wasn't so much the venue for the pole. It was the parking garage next door. And then what they had to have for the requirements for what the fire department and yeah. security and all that. So all the support stuff. Because I know they did what they're doing, um, a Supercross there this weekend at Lancaster. And then I think a couple weeks ago, they had uh, indoor uh, go-kart racing there. So, really? And I I guess they have in the past had um, Demolition Derby there too. So, Okay. Yeah. But I, Demo Derby, they do like arena cross, motocross yep. type of stuff. They do, they do a ton of different stuff in there, yeah. And Jason, if you didn't know this, Mark loves heights. So if you ever want to put them in a boom lift and go up and take pictures, Mark loves heights. Okay. I, I assumed he did because uh, he had all those cool pictures from Wisner and Spencer. So I'm just really bummed that I didn't take a shelfie um, when I did the, the picture from Spencer. Um, because, you know, the, the mm -hmm. meme where uh, the ocean violations, that should have been playing with me when I was doing that one. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yep. Allegedly. So this photo that I that's on the screen right now, I think that's Scott Frankie from um, Manila. Yes. That photo, th this is like one of my favorite ones I've seen so far as I've been flipping through all of this 
you got the smoke from the blow by, you know, maybe a, a little bit under the hood with the diesel super, you got the dirt flying. That's just super cool, Mark. Those are those are a lot of those are all my favorites where you see like dirt flying everywhere and you got smoke coming off of it. And then sometimes you can zoom in and you can see the eyes through the visor and, yep. you know. That's super cool. So the question we should ask, Mark, like for these shows behind the lenses, when we get these people on here, if you had no budget, you know, kind of like Teresa's question with you could go pull anything. If you had no budget, what would you shoot with? Canon R3. Okay. And for somebody like me who knows no idea what that means, tell me why. Uh, basically, um, that's the flagship, flagship of the modern Canon cameras as of right now. Um, they're going to come out with one that's even bigger, better, and faster. Basically, the R3, all the people that was over at World Cup Soccer, a lot of your pro sports people, they run those. Those those cameras are basically the price of a, a good used car in this economy. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, I feel like, like, you know, there's iPhone people, then there's Android people. I feel like there's that way with camera, too. Is it, is it, what's, is it Tamron and then... Um, mirrorless what are the what are the like the little divisions of different types of like i'm a i shoot with this because like there's a fraternity of this is my brand what are those big things that people talk about so i guess your big three would be canon uh nikon and sony uh, would be the big threes cody runs nikon uh Rusnik runs sony i run canon okay um and then from there, Tamron is basically like a third party that makes uh, lenses. They're more a, a, a budget version than what the, the factory OEM ones would be. We call those aftermarket lenses. Yep. 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 Dude, that picture right there is badass. Yeah. That is awesome, Ham. Hawarden? Hawarden? Hey, Warden. Hey, Warden. Hey, they have an outlaw hook, don't they? Yeah, they had uh, the NA tool drives and the super farms, and then they had the ATTP, um, which is just a small little grassroots organization with them. Wow, and that cool. that one there, uh, Haywarden, is probably the hardest uh, venue to shoot because of their lights. Yeah, you can um, tell. Th this year was probably the best year I've had. I've been there like three or four times. And usually, yeah, that's one of those where you're like, well, pretty much anything after 8, 30, 9 o'clock is probably going to be uh, not so hot. That's a cool shot, though, bud. You nailed that one. Well, thank you. Uh, in, in theory, I should have had my shutter speed a lot slower, so that way um, you would see a little spin on those tires. But, you know, sometimes when you're fighting with lights, that's the least of your worries. You're trying to get something sometimes. So for the people that don't know, walk them through. You talked about, you know, the AKA Fisher-Price camera not doing well after 8 or 9 o'clock. Walk through explaining why it doesn't do well after 8 or 9 o'clock. Okay. Well, my old camera was uh, a Canon T6S, which was a mirrored camera. Uh, mirrored cameras tend to not do as well um, with uh, lighting after dark, um, just because of how the light hits the mirror. And then um, for the most part, I was using your kit lenses or the lenses that come in the box as a, as a deal. And a lot of those aren't fast enough or they don't give you enough options where you can control the light that's coming in. And thus, uh, basically, you just get a lot of blurry stuff. 
Um, whereas my new camera is a mirrorless, and with these new lenses that I have, they're a lot faster. I can control how much light I get in there. And so basically there's a lot more versatility when it's darker out. Now I can still use my old camera. I actually invested in a NOLA lens. And now that I, I, I figured out a couple things with it, I can try to do some different things with it, so. And you shoot with no flashes, correct? Um, I tried it once. Uh, it was a fail, no flashes. No. Yeah. I, and I know some of the big dogs do do it, and they do great jobs with it. I, I don't know. It's just I tried it. It didn't work, so I don't do it. Any chance you'll ever have a tractor and a pull with us so we can get a picture of you pulling and someone else taking the pick? <laughs> there you go. Uh, I don't know. I could borrow one of your lawn tractors, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. I'll come to uh, Minnow. What is it? Minnow Power Days or the, the little minnow pull deal and uh, i'll find a garden tractor and i'll jump on um yeah i, I tell you what the next thing it would be in my budget is I, i'd really like to get a camper so that way i could uh spread out my coverage area a little bit more sure cody wants to get a bus like a tour bus absolutely absolutely well that it's too bad you the upc pen 10 twink wink <laughs> yeah so you shot uh you shot some tractor poles you've shot some demo derbies and some dirt track racing some of uh, the soccer games what's something you haven't shot that you want to shoot um i i bugged houston speedway once already i'm gonna try bugging them again in the spring i'd like to get trackside not during a world outlaw show or anything like that but during one of their weekly shows and I'd like to get trackside, at least for qualifying, at least, and get down in there. Um, yeah, I'd like to do um, that. I've tried to get in with monster trucks. Um, the problem is with monster trucks, when they come to town here, they've got a guy that's on contract. They won't let anyone else in. Um, same thing with Supercross. You know, I've said, hey, I'd like to come out and shoot. I'm willing to do this. I know you got to do it on contract. I'm not here to make take money away. I just want to do this. And I get, I've gotten blown off. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, I've learned a couple things to shoot my daughter's soccer games. And I, I was renting lenses from our local Photoshop, just trying different things and different looks. And, you know, it's, it's, I've learned more probably this year than I have in the last couple of years, just because, you know, I, I think I just got complacent because I'm like, well, I know what my limitations are. And I just kind of did it that way. <clears throat> Yeah. And I can tell you, I, I can get away with different uh, ISO and shutter speeds on my full frame versus what I can with my other one. Yep. So Haley's yeah. comment, this is Eleanor before it was Eleanor, right? Yep. This would have been the people that have the alter ego tractor now, right? Correct. Okay. Yep. This is 2011 Rock Valley. Yep. So. Stephanie says it's the power show in Menno, and we have three gardens. One you can try if you can talk Munchkin, Munchkin into it. There you go. There you go. I even got my own helmet yet. I'll bring it with. Sweet. Is it like a half bowl type of style from like Sturgis? Because that'd be no, 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 no. I've got a, a a dirt bike style helmet that I used to ride when I used to ride my uh, four wheel all the time. So. Okay. okay, this photo I've never seen before. Yep. 
That was uh, yeah, that was Brady. New Hampton, Iowa. The whole rear end come out. Yes. I think if you go into the comments of that picture, someone posted some more shots of it. I've got more on my computer here. That was when I, that was like the first ish um, event that I did with this T6S when we got it. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just impressed that I could reach out and get that good of range. But yeah, you can see there the whole rear end just came plopping out. Wow. That it's that just looks so weird sitting like that. That big fenders on it for the mod. Holy cow! And that's just figuring out how to get that thing loaded back in the trailer. Sometimes it can be a whole yeah. other, whole other mess. Telehandler and a couple scoop shovels. Yeah, but you go to some of the small poles; they don't always have a telehandler. You know. Yeah, you're right. So. Yep. Wow. That looks weird. <laughs> yeah, that should be your meme of the day, ma'am. You ever seen a four-engine mod without a rear tires? Wow, that's crazy. When you drop the clutch and it drops out. Yep. Steph says you can wear Maddie's pink helmet, buddy. <laughs> you know, I, I wear uh, Logan's pink uh, headset when uh, the mods go by. I'm not afraid to wear a pink. Cool shot of Warpath. I can I can confirm that. So I think I've got pictures of you wearing the pink uh, earmuffs. So yes, you do. Yep. Well, we've taken an hour and nine minutes of Mark's life. Um, oh, website. Uh, how can people buy photos from you? We I want to talk about that, Mark. Okay. So as of January yesterday or whatever day it was, um, you can now order the uh, photos off my website um you can use a card or whatever i've got account through stripe so you can order them right off the website don't have to deal with me um what i mentioned today is is you know if you see one but you'd like something a little bit farther back or you want something with the the sled more in it uh message me and i can find something because you know on a given pass i might have anywhere from 12 to 30 photos of a pass right um, so there, there might be a little bit different angle that I can find. You can message me and I can find it. So click on galleries, Mark, find yep. my photo I want to buy. Yep. Go to galleries. Uh, right now I've got 2022 up. I'm going to start working on 2021 and all the way up to whatever. I'm going to be a little more critical on some of the old stuff because some of it may not be very good. Uh, but yeah, you can just click on the photo, um, through the website, they've got a, uh, uh, you can get the digital download or you can order a print that's done with a, a third party and it's mailed right to your doorstep. So you can use your Visa, MasterCard, whatever, Jazz, pay for it there and they'll ship it to your house. That's pretty sweet right there. Mm -hmm. All that diesel smoke. That would look good hanging on my wall. Might have to do that. Uh, whereas the old days, uh, it was a little bit clunkier. You'd have to message me, and if I wasn't at my two jobs, I might get to you that night. And this is a little bit faster. And not everyone's got PayPal or Venmo or Cash App, so. Yep. So this way here, that gives them a little bit easier way. Now, I, I did mention this when I did my little going live video. As I said, you know, unfortunately, I had to raise some of my rates because I got sales tax to pay. I have to pay the website royalties and now uh stripe they want their cut too so yep 
and that's one thing you have to keep in mind with us us photo dudes you know there's there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to this sort of stuff so yes there is so yeah you can go in there you can do the digital you can go in there and you can get uh uh, a couple of different options. There's another vendor I can link to it. They'll give some more options. I haven't just really gotten into it yet. I, I work two jobs. So, you know, um, spare time is here and there. It happens. Yeah. It happens. This is cool. Gene Dunn, do you have any of the Twisted Kitty semi-truck? Um. I don't know if it's that one, the, the Twisted Kitty, or I believe the Great Plains. Uh, no, that was Bad Kitty, I think, was a, a two-wheel drive as a pink one that had uh, animal stripes on it. Um, I don't think I have very good of that one. That was that was a long time ago. Yeah, Gene's out in Ohio primarily. He, he won our Pullers Championship last year. Oh, okay. So then, no, I, I don't have anything of that one there. Uh, usually the farthest east I go is would be Rockwell, Iowa. Um, you know, the last two years, I think the most I've spent has mostly been in Nebraska, to be honest. Yeah. It's been a, a really good market. You know, as much as I love to see Cody and Ryan, you know, we don't necessarily need four or five of us at the same event. Right. You know, we could always venture out and, you know, do other organizations and other things and give different looks. Yep. What's a what's a pull out east or a couple pulls that you want to make it to in the future someday? Maybe not necessarily in the next year, but Chapel like Hill. Chapel Hill. because uh, Chapel Hill, something's gonna break and there's gonna be just explosive amounts of horsepower. Now, naturally I'd love to go to Louisville or or Toma or um, you know, Bowling Green naturally, but I don't know. There's something about, you know, whenever I've watched it on RFD TV, you know, Chapel Hill, something's gonna break. Yep. And you got the big dogs out there. You got the big classes there. Yep, for sure. No, well, this is cool. I'm glad you did this because that's always been the one thing that's been hard for you guys is, you know, yeah, you have cool photos, but getting them sold. You know what I mean? Now to have a website like this is slick. I like this a lot. So. Yep. Yeah, I had it before. And then uh, right before the, the pandemic, I, I back, basically kiboshed it because you know, why was I going to spend money on something, you know, to keep it going if it wasn't going to do anything? So right. I basically kiboshed it. And then all of a sudden we came back and I got this new hunger and this is uh, a different kind of fun to it again. So also I'm like, you know what, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So, yep. I like it. I like it a lot. Cool. Well, this has been successful. Thank you for doing this, Mark and Cody, for helping. Um, I guess let's try to do a couple of these a month, and then you guys kind of pick guests. If any of you photographers, you know, videographers, you want to be on the show, message one of us, and, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll get the StreamYard link set up and get on. I just want to highlight who you are, what you do, how you got into the sport, you know, how to find you on social media, websites, different things like that, and then just keep promoting the sport because we can't do it without all of you guys, so. And then one thing, Mark, I'm going to try to do is to get the promoters to bring you free food. So what's your favorite thing to eat in general? Have you seen my shirts? <laughs> well said. <laughs> Fair enough.
And, yeah. and, and to be honest, you know, sometimes that makes a big difference because sometimes, you know, depending on you, you get like a Wisner or Rock Valley, you know, you're running 180, 120 some hooks in there. We don't want to miss anything. So sometimes you don't eat anything until later. Okay. I just found my new favorite picture. Yeah. Holy crap. That, that thing's sweating horsepower, as I'd like to say. Absolutely. New Hampton. Is that... Is that still a pole, New Hampton? The they don't have NTPA anymore. They do um like a um is it ECI? Uh, they do a charity pole there. That is awesome. And unfortunately, I, I was gonna try to get there this past year, but it ended up landing on on the weekend where I couldn't go. So because it, it's a neat venue, neat it's it's a neat deal. I like it. And old uh, Phil used to announce that one. So yep. I got to work with Phil and Hutchinson again this year. He's a hoot. Yeah, he's a great dude. Uh, yeah. And that's another thing. You know, we've got some great announcers out there like Phil and and all those guys. And, uh, yeah. Well, we're doing a behind the mic, too. I just need to – just like you, your two jobs, that's another thing, too. So, But I want to interview polling announcers. Uh, we're going to kind of start – we've got Alan Washburn, the legendary voice of the NTPA built into Let's Grow Polling Monday night. Going to start kind of talking about that a little bit. But I really want to highlight – the announcers and the photographers and videographers that make it happen because this is what that's so cool pictures please, still are worth a thousand words and a, a cool photo is awesome Love please it. tell me you can hunt down army armstrong i want to hear that dude's voice one more time i'll hunt it. i got doc riley's cell phone number i'll hunt down him. i'll hunt down anybody you want that's so, awesome that's yeah. awesome no I, I already talked to doc about it i so. think eight or i think hunt is the wrong h word harass might be a better one jason no okay fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. <laughs> No. Yeah. People that don't know me, I don't give up until you tell me to say no and go away. So if you're if anybody's dodging my phone calls, just just answer it this time and say, Jason, I'm not interested. Where do you establish? That's Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fix his little wagon too. So it's all yeah. good. <laughs> it's all good. Mark, this means a lot. Uh I've known you for a long, long, long time. And you know, it's fun to see you all summer long with the outlaws and different things. And I've learned, you know, learned a lot just watching you guys and listening to you guys talk and stuff like that. I really appreciate you doing this and um, it's been fun. I don't know. You know, it's just been fun. I enjoy it. I love hearing more about it and sharing your story and we're going to do more of this. So. Yeah. And, and much thanks to, you know, the outlaws, they've been really cool with me and I've, I've done stuff with Nebraska Bush, Northeast Nebraska, UPM, Western series, you know, all of them have been really cool. I, I think only, and I always have a practice, if it was a new track, I'd always try to message someone and say, hey, I'd like to come out. Is that cool? Because I don't want to waste the gas if they're going to be like, ooh, what? And yeah. I've only had one time where I kind of got blown off and I never went there. So, But I appreciate it because, you know, I can send a message to Dave or, or Kurt and say, hey, I'm coming out. Okay, cool. We'll see you. There you go. Yeah, this is a cool one that Dave Nelson took of you. I think this is Ravenna. This yeah, year. yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, much kudos to him. That was a that was a, a sweet little series he came up with there. Yeah, yep. and needless to say, um, you could tell that was the first pull of the year because I was actually uh, using my joints. You see me towards the end of the year, and I've got a stool and just close to a recliner. We saw him at Wisner, and he's like, "You got to check this out." I brought my stool, and we're like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, it collapses," and he like spins it and like collapses it down, and uh, and then Roos tried to sit on it, and it collapsed on him. So. Uh, yeah. he, he didn't trust the uh, ham stool anymore after that and never tried it. <laughs> a ham stool. That's yeah. funny. So, yeah. 
No, that's a cool shot. I, I love your logo. I always loved your logo, the bandit. It's so cool. Yeah. It is so cool. You know, well, I, I, I oh, thought about, you know, dropping it off and just have the ham boys on there. But the problem is, is, you know, it's it's kind of grown. And then, well, if I do that, then I've got all these cool 6B shirts and all these decals and stuff. And it's like, yeah. ah, no, I'll just, we'll let it run its course. Stick with it. Stick yeah. with it. Your branding. It's all yeah, for it. Absolutely. Well, we'll just, I'll start a little chat between the three of us on here on Facebook. And if we get some other people helping with us, that's fine. And we'll just kind of find our next guest. And when you're, when the schedule is clear out and we can do it, I know next week is ship. So then we'll, we'll figure it out, but let's do a couple of these a month. I think it'll be fun. So sound good. Thank you everybody for watching our first episode of behind the lens. You two stick around if you don't mind after I hit the end broadcast button. So Cody, what do you want to say to sign off? Uh, thanks to Mark. It's been fun getting to know him over the last, what, two, two and a half years probably now. And uh, somewhere in there, maybe two years. I don't know. Yeah, I, that sounds about right. I, I think it was, wasn't it summer 2020? Probably. But, I don't know. I, my memory is as long as my hair, so. Yeah. So but it's, <laughs> been, it's been fun getting to know you over the years and uh, give you some challenges you know, I haven't figured out what everybody's challenges this year, so uh, I will I will quickly be coming with something for you to try. So, but uh, Mark's a good dude. If you guys see him, uh, feel free to uh, shout out at him because he doesn't bite. He's a hoot to haul, uh, hoot to visit with, and he always has great analogies for everything. So, yeah, the analogies are my favorite part, actually. So. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they're great, but you're going to get one anyway. Yeah, yeah the Fisher Price camera, like that, that's priceless. <laughs> So good stuff. It's good stuff. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. Mark, get wrap us up. You you conclude it here. All right. Well, thanks to 6B and 22 Graphics Design, Sandusky, Paps Blue Ribbon, uh, my family, and uh, all the pullers, fans, and all the people that uh, make it worthwhile. And uh, to the couple of people that have spotted me uh, Mountain Dew here and there. <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks for watching Behind the Lens, Episode 1. Have a great night, everybody.